0: Hi, it's time for one more podcast, yet another episode of, what do we call it?
1: Uh, the Hero's Path. Oh, yes. Which we named after and the- you're the
0: hero. I'm the hero. The titular hero.
1: Uh, Ryan, you're the other hero, the hero of podcasts.
0: You know what? If you're the hero, I would like to be, uh, if not the old man, then like the, the wise old guy, the Obi-Wan archetype
1: uh is that, okay? that means you're either if, if we're gonna go this analogy for this game that means you're either a ghost or you're robbie sure robbie isn't that yeah oh i see what you mean yeah
0: no i'm definitely a ghost
1: that's fair that's fair
0: but i'm also the king uh, of hyrule spoiler alert the I, king is dead
1: he's a ghost he's a ghost uh but no, we're not talking about the ghost day. we're talking about oh uh yes. what did i play this week Oh yeah, this is the Hateno episode. Welcome to the Hateno episode everybody. Uh this is episode 3 and this episode I went from Kakariko Village to Hateno Village.
0: And uh what
1: did you see along the way? Uh so I've got it, it, so it's weird. The the area between the two is this Nekluda region and mm-hmm. It's one of the, I was trying to figure out, uh, each time you open up a new region or whatever, like you have to go up a tower, and we'll talk about that in a second, but each region's kind of named after different stuff from other Zelda games. Uh, yes. But Neklut is one of the ones that I can't place it to anything, and I think it's just brand a brand new name, but I'm not willing it to- It might kind... be,
0: if it were, then it would be like the only brand new name in the game, right?
1: Uh Aqua. is another brand new one. Oh yeah, that's true. And then, like obviously, the Great Plateau, which isn't really a is, isn't a fun name sure. or anything. That's just a descriptor also, of a place.
0: imagine the Zelda game in 10, 15, or five years, where they use the name Great Plateau as like a clever reference to Breath of the Wild.
1: But it's like a cyberpunk it just says bar. Great Plateau. But it's the future Zelda, so it's anyways. In the future, it's a spaceport. Uh. <laughs> No, so yeah, you go through the Necluda region. Um I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I spent a lot of time zigzagging around but I didn't really do a lot of the things that there are there to engage you. Uh kind of skipped okay. over some stuff that I figure I'll double back and check out later. Um you do pass through the cool battlefield where all the wrecked there's like a really there's just a giant big battle swamp plane thing. Yeah. With a bunch of guardians uh that'll be that'll become relevant uh when i eventually get that memory that we could talk about that battle um uh-huh. and then there's there's a the, the the game calls it fort hateno um sure. and i was trying to figure out can i it, all of that's left of it is just a single wall kind of closing off a canyon mm-hmm. can that be considered a fort i don't actually know what the technical definition of a fort is <laughs> I feel
0: like any time you were building a fort you would want something with more than one wall. This is definitely a fortification yeah. that was built to totally. protect Hitano from the guardian onslaught. Uh, I feel like maybe uh we don't have we might not have a good word in English for a wall that you build up as a fortification. Mm-hmm. And fort is just the best way of getting that across. That's how I when that's really how I kinda it took it. Because there's
1: I, not like there's yeah. not ruins of like further building in this canyon around it. There's like a cabin, but that's not part of that. That's just a cabin somebody built.
0: Did you do anything with the cabin or the guy who lives there? I
1: talked to the guy who lives there and he's a uh, archaeologist who has a side quest up in a box canyon that Mm-hmm. Uh I walked up there, looked at, and said, I don't remember the solution to this. I want to go do other things right now.
0: Uh so you didn't even you're not even gonna say that it's a cemetery?
1: I Oh, it is a cemetery, you're right. I didn't even yeah. I lo- looked at it There's for a about...
0: cemetery in the Box Canyon with a bunch of creepy statues. They are very creepy it's statues. It's a really good location.
1: It's a good location, but the puzzle that I was not willing to engage with. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Well, if it were me playing this game, we would talk about this location for five more minutes. But since it's you, what did you do next?
1: I will go back. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll go back and check it out at some point when I'm actually... I really kind of... What did me. you do next? I went up the hill and across the stone bridge and I did the tower. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and so this tower, the first time I played the game... As we talked about a little bit, the first time I played the game, I was, like, a chicken the entire time and avoided battles at all possible, and so, like, here, I think I ran from a Moblin and ended up scaling this entire tower just as is the original time, which is nonsense, because this tower is surrounded by, like, like, like barbs, by, like, a bunch of thorny... Like, overgrowth. Yeah, yeah. And so I went up this entire thing just as is the first time I played it, which is a nuisance because okay. you're constantly having to go up and down and around and doing weird stuff yeah. to get around all these, you know, whatever. So this time... you po-
0: say in your notes, I want to tell, tell the listener that you said in your notes, you did the tower the intended way this time. So tell me what you say the
1: intended way is. Well, what the game... Again, the game... I'm finding this time as I'm engaging more with what the I I think the game is expecting you to do, uh, tries to teach you certain lessons about its world and the interactions between the different elements. And so, if you go a little, if you fight that moblin and don't run from him, and then go a little further up the hill, uh, there's a a little Bokoblin camp, uh, and there's a trail of those thorns that leads to the tower. And there's like a, mm. I think that mo- that Bokoblin is like wielding a torch, in a very specific way that when you sure. when you look at it and when it's daytime and not nighttime in the game, and you're not terrified of dying to everything, you look at that and say, "Hey, <laughs> wait a second! I'm supposed to light this on fire," and it turns out you sure. can just light these the the brambles on fire, and they're extremely combustible, and will burn up basically all of what's on the tower, making it really easy to climb up this time. mm mm-hmm. uh, So again, I'm now engaging with mechanics that I was too scared to before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful.
1: Uh, so yeah, I climbed the tower, I jumped over and ran from a, another talus. I went down into a basin. I collected a bunch of core rocks, but that was pretty much it. I... I know there's other stuff on the fringes. I know there's the cool box canyon. There's a quest I got way earlier to go find a Thief's treasure. Uh, And there's there's...
0: a location that has always confused me. And now I'm looking at this map and it doesn't even seem to have a name. But, um, and I saw on your map that you didn't really go to it. But, you know, just uh, kind of off the cliff down to the east of that tower... You know the the road goes around in a circle, and there's like a archery range. It's almost, like a horse archery routes? range
1: or something. I think there's a yeah. there's something with that, but I did not go there this time, so I don't remember entirely. Okay. Uh, because I was so focused on my singular goal of getting to Hateno Village. Ah, uh, yes. Um, okay. So the one thing about Hateno Village I didn't realize till I was uh, looking at the, the wiki, uh, is that. It's a Japanese name. Well, obviously it's a Japanese name, but it, it it's it's Hatenomura, which is just oh, okay. the village at the end of the road.
0: Oh yeah, I remember this. Which is
1: a very nice name for it. Because again, I'm looking for this game's all about pulling names from like literally the entire rest of the Zelda series, so I'm constantly looking for like bits and pieces of like what is this named after? What is this named after? And a lot of times it's Pointless, but sometimes it's for some fun stuff. Eventually, we're yeah. going to get to my Minish Cap episode where I gush about how <laughs> much the Minish, Cash, Minish Cap geography matches up with this game's geography. But let's not do that right now. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got a cute little map of Hateno Village, and I figure we can kind of... Because there's kind of one main road that goes through the whole thing we can take it one little area at a time and talk about all the different stuff there is to do here so before you even get into the village to like the right of the main gate uh there's a easy to miss statue oh yes that is it looks like one of the goddess statues but it's uh does it have horns now i don't remember
0: yeah I think it's it's like black, where the other ones are gray. Yeah, and I think it has horns.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, it's got horns. Um, so the goddess statues, I think we mentioned before, those are obviously the ones where you can go spend your Sheikah orbs or whatever. What are they called? Goddess orbs. I think. Yeah. And get a upgrade to your health, your stamina. Uh, you walk up to this one, and it's like ah. I'm taking one of your orbs, and it just takes one from you, and then you have to talk to it and say, "What the heck? Give it back!" And then it'll give it back, but it'll let you pick if it you takes will. a full heart of your health, right? Uh oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it, uh, yeah. It takes it takes a heart of health. Okay. Uh, and then so it's, it's
0: scary if you don't know what's going on. It's yeah. like, what the heck?
1: Uh, and then you have to talk to it again and demand it back and it says okay i'll give it back to you but i'll let you choose you can either cash that out again as a heart or as salmon instead um and then it explains that uh you can do this again as much as you want but i'll charge you a, a feed each time to do it um now
0: I, i'll tell you my experience with this okay i like read about it in the little tips on loading screens for a long time before i found it oh really okay and i think it's very good that it's hidden away in this way (laughs) actually very close to locations that you visit over and over again
1: oh totally it's right there but it's but it's in a game at the foot of a cliff yeah it's not there's not much of a path leading up to it it's in a game that is very good at drawing your attention to objects in the world this one is very specifically somewhere that your gaze will not be drawn.
0: Right. Uh, and it's cool that the, <laughs> the uh, designers are able to wield both sides of that power. Uh, but I also... I guess... I guess because it was framed as like the evil goddess or... The evil statue, the horned statue, whatever. Um, Because it was framed as this, like, deal with the devil. I was like, I don't need to exchange hearts for stamina. I'll just go out and collect
1: more goddess orbs. Yeah, it's not the most useful thing as far as my casual playthrough in my head. I know there must be Mm -hmm. some use for it. Uh, But... I'm sure I could find some use for it online where somebody really wanted to switch and get a bunch of hearts. Or like, I guess it's also a mechanic of, boy, I really regret getting three full bars of stamina when I only have five hearts. You know, somebody who's 30 30 hours into the game and looking at their loadout and saying, I messed up.
0: But so because I never engaged with this creature, I don't know what the... What it charges.
1: What it was explained when I did it just now, it was... uh Uh It's basically a 20... Maybe this is part of it, because it's... it's The entity uh, will give you 100 rupees to take one of your hearts or stamina. And then charge you 120 rupees to put it back. Oh, interesting. Now... The one thing I guess I don't know is that if can you just sit there and sell off all of your hearts to make a bunch of money.
0: <laughs> so it's actually a three-way conversion. I don't
1: well like, it's like hey I really need a, a whole bunch of money for a reason that we'll talk about in a second. Uh not, that's I, I don't think the game works operates in that way but that would... I
0: don't think it does but that would be really cool if you could I don't, I, mortgage I don't your HP know. like that.
1: Yeah uh but i but yeah so this is this is a thing i knew about my first playthrough i never really engaged with it and i just i i don't expect i'll engage with it much here because you know this is an open world game where you're going to be collecting all of the things and so it's not like you're going to be in danger of being low on health and stamina
0: that's the thing as much as i resist to the idea of 100%ing certain elements of this game i do i did have a lot of fun doing all the shrines. I think that if you want to get the most out of this game, you should do all the shrines, but stop short of doing all the everything else.
1: Oh, I'm going to do all the everything else this time, so I'm very excited no, about No, you're that. not. I You have no idea. You don't even know. You don't even know yet how much I'm in 100% Yeah, but there's some stuff you don't even know, Zach. I'm sure. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, oh, the other thing with this statue. So it's not an evil. Okay, I was trying to parse exactly what this creature is that lives Mm -hmm. in this statue and the dialogue to me read that it's some sort of malevolent demon devil and demon entity or whatever that was imprisoned inside of a goddess statue so it's not like i don't think it's some sort of evil goddess i think it's just some kind of demon that has been imprisoned inside of a goddess statue by the goddess that's how that's how it read to me this Uh, time i have a quote okay
0: um A dealer in life and power, that was me once. Alas, my life for money bargains didn't sit well with the goddess Hylia. She trapped me in this stone statue long, long ago. Yeah. The villagers here call me the Horned Statue and don't even bother to wipe away the bird droppings. It's kind of odd. I can't think off the top of my head of, like, just demonic characters in the Zelda universe. Okay,
1: there totally are.
0: Yeah? (laughs) Yeah.
1: uh this is more drawing on skyward sword stuff again um there what was his name i gotta google his name to make sure i'm getting it correct because i think his name was batro yeah his name was batro uh so skyward sword is where the concept of the goddess hylia comes from right uh it's skyward sword backfills the mythology a little bit to suggest that because the whole mythology around zelda for the first 20 years of Zelda games is that there were three golden goddesses that came down and left the Triforce and then pieced out to who knows where. Um, okay. Skyward Sword introduces the concept that there was another goddess, a kind of step... Like a lesser goddess? Maybe that's not... Maybe I'm just... A, I don't, a, a, another goddess that stuck around after to guard the Triforce, and that was the goddess Hylia. And then her people the long-eared human folk became the Hylians. Those were her followers. Uh, And then the name Hylia, which had been prescribed to a whole bunch of other stuff, is now in retrospect a reference to her. I see. Uh, uh, That's the whole backfill there. Um, And so all the statues that you interact with in this game are all statues to her. And they, they match a similar statue that was in Skyward Sword. Those statues are smaller versions of... The statue they had in that game um okay also in skyward sword was batro who was this like straight up devil man who you actually helped out become a not devil person by doing like favors for people in the world and collecting their gratitude crystals okay and if you got him enough of those he would eventually become a regular human being <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so there have these devil entities are kind of a thing, and there's also kind of I, I I I'm I'm talking a little bit out of my depth uh about how in the greater how do I say it from a Japanese perspective, a lot of what they refer to Ganon as kind of falls into Demon King territory, which is kind of a more Sure it's the Mao concept or whatever in Japanese.
0: Well, that's what I was gonna say is that like. Ganon is this demonic force but then who else qualifies as a demon you don't really have like legions of them
1: no most of the time it's just the big bads so uh,
0: this and in is fact the... I'm looking at uh, Zelda wiki's uh, like concept box of demons it's very, <laughs> it's very small and they include um, Bellum seems like a demon to me that makes sense cole and cole doesn't
1: i never played sure. i never played that one oh, okay
0: um melodice from the same Maladus is definitely a demon but cole seems more like just a guy who is trying to help a demon uh shadow link does shadow link strike you as a demon oh
1: absolutely not shadow link is way cooler than that yeah
0: and yuga and vati no nah, these those guys that is
1: not Vati's just demons. a dude He's just a guy. Yeah, and Yuga's just a dude. Yeah, so... But maybe that's a Japanese thing. Maybe from a Japanese perspective, they're given the title Demon Lord or whatever. Like, Ghirahim... We don't
0: understand the Japanese version of demons. We don't understand the Japanese and their bizarre other side of the earth concept of what a demon is it's, it's not that i
1: don't that's understand just, it. it's not that i don't understand it it's just that i know you I,
0: can't understand it as an american zach you'll never understand
1: what i, I i'm not gonna i would be talking out of my depth that's what i'm saying like I, I i conceptually understand what's going on there but if i tried to speak to it as an expert i'd be just talking out of my butt so
0: well good thing you have a real expert around to tell you. <laughs>
1: uh all right that's enough about that statue okay. Uh, sure, sure. the going down the road, uh, there's a house that some dudes are demolishing. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: did you engage with this? I, I, oh
1: yeah, I, I definitely went up, walked up to talk to them cause they're very cool. Uh, they're like, yeah, we're here to knock this house down and you can tell them, wait, I would, I'll buy this house off of you. And then they offer you a deal for, I think it's 3000 rupees and 10 bundles of wood. Uh, which right. I did Something not. Like I did not have uh, that much uh, assets at this time to purchase the house, but I will be okay. back to purchase this house at some point. Maybe we'll sure.
0: return to this subject later on. Uh,
1: is the in, but there, okay? There's all the there's that house which is like an actual like built up house, but then they they have all these like prefabricated houses that they're selling. Yeah, that's so
0: interesting, isn't it?
1: So are, is the implication that they're tearing down this nice house to put up all these prefabs? could be yeah not that the the prefabs are nice they're fine but like you know i don't know uh we I got mean, like <laughs> sure we gotta we got we, we will come back to these guys because there's a lot yes to I do with we'll, them there's a lot to unpack with these uh characters. i'm excited to get back to that uh let's talk about the shrine next
0: uh yes what
1: was the name of the shrine i lost it already
0: it's the miyam agana shrine and the challenge inside is known as miyam agana apparatus uh this is a
1: cool shrine yes uh that okay i guess i should describe what the shrine is uh you it's very simple you walk up to like a podium and there's a straight up like labyrinth maze if you've ever seen like one of the traditional have you seen those toys that are like the wooden labyrinths
0: i i know what you're talking about we but we have to talk about we have to say that it's on a gimbal. Or like a little, you can rotate it, tilt it around.
1: Uh yeah, I was gonna. Because if it. you
0: say labyrinth maze, I'm like, well, yeah, uh, uh, labyrinth is a labyrinth is there are labyrinths are mazes, but like labyrinth is like the the they make... trademark the brand name of is it a brand name this okay. type of I th- something like
1: that? I think it's a tradition. It's a traditional thing. We had one at my grandma's house. It was awesome, where it's like okay. a wooden piece that had dials that you could move a a wooden slab that had. Like a maze on it to move a marble from one part of it to another part, and there's a bunch of holes in it. Yeah, uh, super the cool. Holes in the holes. And so they repli- it's a cool thing. They're super fun, uh, and they replicated one here. Zelda's actually done something similar before. Now that I think about it, but um, uh, uh, but they replicated one of those here, and the goal is to get this orb out of the maze and into a little cup or whatever to open sure. the end of the what do you call it the the shrine um sure. so the first time I did this the first time I played this it was on the Wii U and okay uh the Wii U gamepad has motion sensors in it such that when I did that you know I'm sitting there on my couch moving my Wii my big Wii gamepad around trying to maneuver the thing and eventually i realized that this was not the most efficient way to do this and so the strategy i employed the first time with the wii u gamepad was to use the maze as like a sling and like really rapidly rotate my hands to throw the ball into the uh receptacle and it took some trial and error but eventually i managed to sink the free throw and solve it that way okay this time i'm playing the game on the switch and i've got two just loose joy cons okay uh no straps you can't nintendo you can't force me to use straps i whatever um and i found the motion controls to be a lot more tricky with that setup oh interesting
0: well have you tried it with uh joy cons attached
1: uh, I'm playing on the television and I refused to get up from the couch to solve this problem. Okay. Uh, I imagine if you're doing it that way, it's probably not too hard except for seeing the screen. It, yes, it would have been similar. I could have employed a similar strategy at that point.
0: Yes, I have had I, I, I feel like like contorting yourself to see the screen while you uh, manipulate the gyroscope thing is a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I feel like I actually detached the joy cons for some of this stuff.
1: What I ended up to
0: remember what I ended up doing this time,
1: the strategy that I had seen employed on the internet at the time the game came out, that people talked about, Mm -hmm. which is you can forego the entire thing and just flip the whole maze upside down. Yes. Which underneath is just a flat plane and you can pretty easily just manipulate the flat plane to get the ball where it needs to go. Sure. Uh, which they just let you do that's not that that is a solution that the game is completely okay with and I don't feel like Uh, it's an oversight
0: no I do think that actually solving the (laughs) solving it the quote unquote right way is fun
1: I think it would be better if the angle was better on the maze because you're kind of at like a if it was a top down angle I would engage with it more, but the, oh. you're kind of looking at it from kind of far away and it's kind of a, yeah,
0: you're, you're, especially if you're thinking about it as having the, uh, the, the switch in your hands. Mm-hmm. If your view, if you had a straight top down view, then you'd be manipulating the switch exactly like you're trying to manipulate the labyrinth. And that it would be, It'd make a lot of sense. They should have done it that way.
1: I I'm wondering if more because I know that this manipulation gyroscope mechanic happens in other shrines, so I'll be curious to see if it pops up anywhere in any different ways like that. But I, I don't I don't remember. This is kind now, of the this is kind of the first one people run across, so it's kind of the big one. Go ahead. Uh,
0: people, there there is a popular opinion among people who play this game that these apparatus shrines are terrible and they hate them
1: oh well that's just silly yeah i I think they're a lot of fun i think Uh, the other thing is
0: there's a chest in the labyrinth oh yeah and to get it you have to like manipulate the labyrinth so that you can jump inside and run around in the maze that normally you would be manipulating a ball through and that is very good
1: It's all the shrines have, as far as I could tell, have, like, a secret hidden chest inside of them with some goodies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I the first time I played the game, I definitely didn't engage with that very much. And now I'm like, every time I'm at a shrine, I'm like, yeah, I want to go find the hidden goodie.
0: Well, it says on the map there will be a chest icon next to the shrine name if you collected all the chests in that
1: shrine. I should look at that. I forgot that was a thing. I never touched that last time, so I... Mm. I'm going to check that anyway, out. Does it count if you... So that's does, a good shine. Wait, 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 wait. Does it count? Does, I have to ask you a question for my benefit. Not for the okay. listener's benefit, for my benefit. Who cares uh, about the listener? What, uh, does it count if you open the chest, but like, say you have too many shields and you don't actually claim it? I think I don't know.
0: I have to... Yeah, I, will I have ha- no idea.
1: I will have to go back through and check after this, because I need to make sure. Now we're going to okay. run into the Twilight Princess problem uh all right um let's go down the road oh go ahead you were gonna say something first
0: no i said what's next in this town
1: uh if we go down the road into town on the right we got an item shop uh they sell some arrows and some ingredients uh the likes of which we haven't really seen like milk and butter and rice question mark? it's cool that you can buy milk and butter and
0: rice in this game that's yeah it's great
1: good. and then there's like recipes on the wall and there's a book somewhere in there that's got a bunch of recipes i made some like really cool like rice all right i made a cool rice ball dish it was great nice uh there's a clothing shop that i i didn't they've got some pretty basic stuff they got a suit of armor if you want to play like that but <sighs> okay uh there's the oh the dye shop mm-hmm. uh which i didn't play around with too much yet uh but you can dye your clothes in this game yeah um that's fun i is it did you did you did you do any cool custom outfits just a little bit i mean like
0: I haven't been able to get into it enough that I made something that I'm really proud of, mm. but it's cool that you can do it.
1: I, 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 I've I got to, for the sake of 100%ing, I should really find some cool custom outfit, but I have not. I looked at it for a second, and the way you do it, you have to dye everything all at once. Yeah. So I need to like, but I don't necessarily want everything to be the same color. So, so
0: you take off everything except one
1: item. Oh, that's smarter than what I was thinking of doing. <laughs> I was gonna get like an extra pair of, like, find an outfit that I was never gonna use and just use that as my sacrificial dye outfit. <laughs>
0: no, you can just go in naked. Oh, um, it's 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 very cool how um, to actually to produce the dye. Ostensibly, you have to provide. Uh, crafting materials, ingredients that are the same color as the thing you want to dye. Or as, yeah, it's the same. You have to, like, produce black stuff if you want to dye something black.
1: How, like, lax is that? Like, is it pretty, like, there's a whole lot of different items. You can items? use
0: flint stones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty great. That's pretty great. Yeah. Because uh, I, I didn't even, yeah, I did not try and dye anything yet. But maybe I will now that I can now that I have this elite strategy, because I want to change the color of my like shirt because it's kind of a bad red by default. Okay. So maybe I will change that but next time I get back in game. Uh, I will mention here that I picked up a couple side quests from some ladies over here that are breadcrumbs up into Mount Hylia. Or Mount Laneru sorry, uh, Mount Laneru right? That is cool. one
0: of them the uh the clue about the three trees?
1: Yeah, there's a clue for the one for the three trees. Okay. And there was a clue for another one up there, and I don't remember exactly what it was. Interesting. Oh no, it was one for the uh the fountain up there. Because there's the oh the fountain. Okay. Yeah. So there's a couple bread qu- bread crumbs up into Mount Laneru but I didn't want to deal with that yet. Because last time I went up there, I was way under, like, underprepared. So that'll be um, a little We have bit. to
0: talk about, not right now, but we do have to talk about the Three Trees quest mystery. Because that's a good one.
1: Uh, okay, when we get there, we'll talk about that. Um, There's the inn, which is like an actual inn you can stay at. Which I did, even though you can just camp outside for free
0: yeah um there is a kind of cool like okay you can get all your hearts back by just eating stuff you can pass the night by sitting outside a sitting at a uh, campfire so there's no use for inns except that i'm not sure if this one has it but it probably does but Inns usually have a deal where you can pay extra to get a soft bed or, you know, a special spa treatment or something. And that translates to having some bonus extra hearts.
1: This one has Uh, that, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I bet they all do. But, like, the game also gives you plenty of other ways to get those bonus hearts. So they couldn't think of something that actually is a solid reason for staying at an inn other than role-playing which you should definitely do
1: yeah uh sort of i don't know i i'm fine with role-playing that i'm gonna stay outside because my link is kind of rugged
0: ah okay so your role-playing is just whatever you decide is most expedient is what your guy would do
1: maybe maybe we Hmm. might have to we might have to reevaluate my role-playing methods I will. I'll, I'll role play the next session really well and see what happens.
0: Did you get a quest from? Uh, shoot, is it the guy outside the inn? who yeah. has a crush on the innkeep.
1: Uh huh. Okay. So that's the <laughs> one. He has got a crush on the innkeep, and you have to figure out what she likes for him. And she and she is not interested. No, well, she's also just taking a bat because you have to get, go behind the counter to ask her, and she doesn't know who you are. You're just some guy. And so she says the first thing that comes to mind, which is crickets. (laughs) And so this sap is like, well, go get me some crickets then. (laughs) And so you do that and he's like, oh, great. Thanks. And that's the end of the quest. I I, I don't think there's a part two.
0: Uh, No, I don't think so either.
1: So that's just where that whole plot line ends. (laughs) Maybe Breath of the Wild 2 will... Oh yeah, do something with like Follow up on because I'd like there should be a part two to that quest line. I feel like, but
0: I see that the guy's name is Manny, and I think we need to get deep into Manny's character.
1: I mean, he's pretty simple. He's just he's like out there keeping the peace when mm-hmm. you talk, when you talked to him the first time. He said, "Yeah, I'm just watching. Just I know people come into town. Just got to make sure there's nobody, you know, no untoward types."
0: Uh, uh, what next in this town?
1: Uh, you can go up the we've hill. have kind of reached the well. There's gate.
0: I, I'd... There are more houses, but, like, you've left the downtown area, so to speak.
1: Uh, you go up the hill, you go past a bunch, there's a lot of farms and stuff I'm not talking about, and ranches and stuff, and there's sheep sure. and wheat, uh, and all that good stuff, but, and there's a, there's a lady who will ask you to go find some Cheap wrestlers, which we'll talk about when we go to the beach. Uh, but the big thing you're here for is to go up the hill to the ancient tech lab. uh uh-huh. Uh... If you saunter up that way, a couple kids will tell you that they... There's a, there's a little bit of dialogue where if you talk to some kids, they're like, we saw a girl up there. What's up with that? Why doesn't she come down and hang out with us? Hmm. Uh, and then you go all the way up and there's a bunch of signs and you walk in and then uh you're looking for are you looking for pura i can't remember if it tells you about pura's name or i don't think i think she just tells you to go to the tech lab uh that sounds right yeah and so you walk in that's what that's how it goes and there's a a girl standing on a table there and she's like oh you should speak to the director and you go over talk to the other guy and the other guy's like oh uh yeah i'm not the director she is and then she's like ha i got you <laughs> and it's this really big she, she's very excited to have tricked you into thinking that she's not the director and this is pura Um, uh,
0: this episode is getting kind of long and we're gonna come back to pura eventually right
1: uh yeah we can talk about i uh there's not too much to talk about there other than her her plot and stuff uh, yeah,
0: but, like, wouldn't we rather save that for an episode where we can get in? Because you you do have to come back here at some point.
1: Uh, not really, because I did... I So, just the quick and short of it is she sends you on a quest to refill her forge with a torch. She had to carry a torch, blah, blah, blah. Um, she, well, that's more interesting. <laughs> what? I don't want to get
0: deep into Pura's character, because I feel like that will... Come up more later on. We can talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this quest with the torch because this is. Oh, okay. This is good stuff.
1: All right. Well, I will not gloss over the torch quest. Uh, She cannot fix your broken slate because their forge is busted, and so you have to go way down to like the bottom of town. And there's a forge with some blue fire in it, and you have to very carefully bring that fire back up.
0: And this is awesome because you have to ha- carry a, a torch with this super hot blue flame and take it all the way through town and all the way up this hill. And, uh, eventually your torch will burn out, but luckily there are little,
1: I don't know what you call them. Like sconces.
0: Sconces. Um, uh, little places for you to light up lanterns is what we should call them. Um just standing along the road and there are actually different routes. There's more than enough lanterns and they describe multiple ways up to the lab. Yep. Uh, so you really have, you can kind of just go with whatever seems natural and bring the fire back up. And this get like my first time around, this was difficult to do and it's a very fun. It's a very good puzzle.
1: Yeah, it's just it it's again kinda teaching you a mechanic about Hey, here's how torches work. You might need that in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh it's good. Uh you refill that, the you relight the forge, she repairs the function that's basically just the extended camera function where you can take pictures with your with your Chica Slate. Um Immediately after that you get some quests that kind of explain that you can take pictures of Creatures and monsters and like natural plants and stuff and those get added to a and weapons Not forget weapons and those get added to a compendium in your Sheikah slate uh, that is part of the one hundred percent baby. Oh boy! I've been taking pictures of things and I've been posing things and it's been pretty good. You can also okay. you can also just pay to unlock photos in this thing and then you use the photos to track them as the is the other piece of this. So if yeah. you're trying to find crickets, like for that side quest, you can just track crickets. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to unlock it all. It's going to be great.
0: I want you to be really confident on mic. Have it recorded that you really think you're going to do all this stuff.
1: I'm going to do all of this stuff. You have no idea. Now, I, I will probably get to the last couple and then be very tired and just pay for the last couple. Okay. But I will have a completed compendium. But when I get to the end and there's one choo-choo that I didn't get or something, I'm just like, ah, forget it.
0: Now, the reason you're going to come back here, though, irregardless of your compendium, is you need to give Pura some ancient materials to improve your Sheikah Slate apps.
1: Oh, you're right. Uh, She can upgrade stuff. And so I did two of the three already because I already had so much. Oh! (laughs) I've I've been so, like... Because I'm not running through the game, I've had time to find materials, and so I upgraded two of the things that she could upgrade already. Okay. Which is the bombs, which makes your bomb regenerate faster, and... Supposedly
0: it also makes your bombs deal more damage, but I've never noticed any difference.
1: I I would have to play with that. I don't really know. Uh, And then the camera thing, which is the other thing we talked about. Uh, The last one is the stasis, which I really want to unlock, because then you can stasis enemies, which sounds fun, but uh, we'll get there when we get there. Not there yet. Um, Okay, one last thing we gotta talk about. Uh, I did that... Oh, uh, After that, I just did that quest where I went to the beach and fought some enemies to free some sheep.
0: Sure. It's weird that you don't really see the sheep down there. I did. It's more like... You did? Oh, yeah. Okay. There was
1: there was a little pen with them.
0: Gosh. Uh, you know what? My approach, because, like, the, the quest giver sends you down behind the village, down to where you probably, for the first time in this playthrough, in many people's playthroughs, you get to see the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a monster camp where I guess they're holding some sheep. Yeah. Um, and you're it's a it's a quest where it's just kill all them monsters, um, because it's so many monsters, and because I got I t- attempted this quest so early in the game, I have always had a very cowardly approach, where I'll be like up in a tree dropping a bunch of bombs on moblins and uh, hoping like chiseling down their hp like that
1: i definitely waited till night and tried to ambush them but then slipped down a hill and woke everybody up (laughs) and had to do the fight that way i didn't die at any point this playthrough or this uh this session uh but only because i banked a bunch of fairies the last time (laughs) okay uh but i did that it's the way the quest is written. Is it's like okay, you got rid of them. That's fine as long as no more get stolen. So you don't. They, they didn't have any way for you to bring them back. That was right. not something they were willing yeah. to program in. Uh, and then I gotta ask you advice okay. on. There was a korok on the beach, where there's a circle of stones in the water, and stones on the beach side that I think I'm supposed to use stasis to launch a stone into a stone circle
0: typically with these korok locations you see a bunch of like a, a hexagon of rocks sticking up, up, up out of the water yeah right yeah and there will be rocks nearby that you can pick up and usually you just like toss them by hand into the stone circle
1: i feel like you not...
0: use stasis to get them in there you'd have to I mean, it, you, the angle would have to be like straight down to get it to fly into the circle, right? I don't see how you'd do that okay. with stasis.
1: So, talking to you just now made me realize I'm probably supposed to use Cryonis again <laughs> and like make a Cryonis bridge to walk over to it.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I'm not, I don't remember the exact I'm gonna, location. I'm gonna,
1: I will have to try Cryonis on this. Let, let me like... ask you this. Okay. Is
0: there a like a cliff or something higher up.
1: There's like a little outcropping that when I looked at it said stasis to me, but I think that Cryonis hmm. is probably the play here. Uh, I don't. Okay. I will maybe try that instead.
0: For but... me, it's always just been grab the rock and throw it. But I will say, because I have no desire to get every single car, <laughs> there are plenty of times where I've seen. A, what is clearly a location of a Korok, said, ah, that is too much work, and walked away.
1: Uh, I don't have that. I mean, I have that option now, but by the end of this, I will not have that option. So I'm going <laughs> I'm, to... I'm getting the brain going already on some of these more complicated ones. Um, well, That's it. it that. I hung out in Hateno Village. There's a breadcrumb back to Kakariko I might take. Uh, And then I don't know what I'm doing next in this game. Hmm. I'm, I, I might good track down uh our korok friend uh i might end up i don't know i i i i remains to be seen what'll happen next okay maybe if i go back to kakariko some of the side quests will have opened up
0: yeah i think you should do that because i want to be able to tell our listeners at least what you think you're gonna do
1: i'm gonna head back to kakariko first and then who knows cool All right. Thanks Uh, for
0: listening to the podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, We'll see you next week.